Welcome back, everybody, to the Call to Action podcast. It's a it's a bit of a somber Tuesday, yeah. I would say. Um, on Sunday, we we lost not only one of the most iconic basketball players of all time, but uh, you know, a, a, a sports icon. Yeah, I I, I would say. Um, I don't know. Just an icon, period. Yeah, and, and I don't even think you need the word sports in there. Uh, no. Yeah, uh, tragic news of uh, Kobe Bryant, his daughter Gianna, uh, seven others uh, yep. in the helicopter crash uh, on Sunday. Clearly, I think everyone knows that by now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, it's uh, it's it's awful. It's, it's it's hit the it's hit the world hard, man. I feel like uh, everybody has a, a, a bit of a, a bit of a Kobe story. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know. You ever get to see him play live? Yeah, I did yeah. actually. Um, my first ever Cavs basketball game that I went to. Wow. Uh, I won two tickets at my elementary school's spring fling. Wow. And uh, it was it was a Lakers Cavs game, and so nice. my family of four obviously only had two tickets. So we had um, two tickets, probably uh, mid court, like four rows up to see Kobe and LeBron, and then the t- other two would sit in, <laughs> in, in, in literally in, in Loudville up there, and we, we switched at halftime. So uh, that, that was my first uh, and really only Kobe experience, and I, obviously I didn't know him at all, but I think, you know, like, like we said, he's such an icon that it, yeah. it, it, it feels like someone you knew. Well, yeah, and and I think the thing, I mean, I've seen him play over the years live. Uh, Actually, I I think I was in, you know, the Cavs. I don't know if they do this anymore. Do they still have draft parties at the the field house? Mm -hmm. I remember being with my dad in the, in the, then, well, then it was probably Gundarina. Gundarina, yeah. Um, Watching the draft when Kobe got drafted. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was in the stands there. And of course, at that time, I, I didn't know yeah, right. anything about Kobe Bryant except for you know the media talking about him or anything. But what he was able to create over a twenty-year career, and the thing that gets me, um, the basketball stuff, been watching all that. But as a as a dad uh, to two kids, seeing all the posts with his daughter and yeah. everything that he meant to the family is is actually I, bigger than basketball oh i agree me. i yeah. think that uh, that absolutely hurts hurts the most you know you, we talk about what what he's brought to not only his, his daughter's life but also the the lives of many other young women uh in sports yeah um i think that uh didn't get talked about enough while he while he was alive obviously his his support was unbelievable and you know he he, he loved the games like just competing so much yep. and i think that th- the sad part is you could see how much his his daughters appreciated that yeah and and cared about the competitive nature of sports um and i think that's what has hit hard the most I yeah mean. it's it's tough i mean i've been glued to the more yeah. so my phone than the tv but well, you it's know, hard see, to get away from it yeah, yeah you see the post yeah. you see i was out with my family when actually you you texted yeah, me the, the news yep yep um and you know, I think being a West Coast, I mean, obviously, I watched a lot of Kobe, but being a West Coast, you didn't watch as much in the area, and we were so tied up with LeBron here, and uh, you know everything he was doing. 
Uh, but, you know, when it came playoff time, when it came to the big games, when it came to Team USA, and he's a fixture. And it, it just it just reminds you that no one in this world is invincible. Yep. And um, it's just really unfortunate uh, what yep. happened. And it's why they call them accidents. Um, you can't yeah. prevent them. Um, they happen. But it's just it's tragic. It's uh, the, the whole country and probably world. Yep. Um, has has been unified because of one person, which is outstanding. Rare. Well, yeah, rare. it's it's rare. Uh, but for what he meant to so many people in so many different ways, and and you see the videos of of again with him and his family, and those just like cut me down like you wouldn't believe. Yeah, no, it really does. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, I didn't I didn't get a chance to watch. I know ESPN played the, replayed the game. Yeah, last I watched night. it. I watched it last night. But yeah, the the. The stuff that he was doing after retirement, or starting to do, and uh, starting being a you know to push the game and to push the women's game, and uh, to to be there to as a mentor and just be a normal dad well, to take I his think, daughters. Around. I think he truly believed that the best was yet to come from yeah. from him, which is part part of what makes it so hard i think a lot of people understood that yeah um so it's sorry tough. to start this podcast on such yeah. a, a sad note we I talked mean, five minutes about death yeah i mean <laughs> for for uh, years to come just like 10 to 20 years bef- before i'll still be yelling kobe yeah oh, at absolutely. the way, waste paper basket yep. um seeing all the nba reactions um you know they they've obviously kobe has touched so many uh young players uh, in the NBA, current players, uh, college players, and our, coaches, yeah, our athletes, yeah, yeah everyone, I mean, everyone. It's even even if you weren't tied to basketball, you were tied to his mentality and and yes. voice voice as a competitor. Yes, um, I, I, as we've talked, I, I get on my little Peloton bike. Yep, and uh, the little class I even took yesterday, uh, the guy that I always watch on there mm-hmm. was it was last night I think because um, they air them all different times. It's on demand. Right, uh, was preaching the mamba mentality like during the ride and, yep. and it got you working harder because oh, that's absolutely. what that's what kobe believed in was working hard and not taking the easy way out so you know if that's his lasting legacy i'm sure he's up there uh smiling down on on the fact that he's he's gonna um inspire so many with yep. with that work ethic and and again heart just goes out to not only the bryant family but all the other families that lost loved ones uh, on that helicopter, it's its awful. And, yeah, we, we typically don't start the old pod this way, but, <laughs> uh, you know, this is also our chance to get our voices out there and why we did this. Yeah, and, just and talk uh, a little bit about, you know, what makes us go yeah. as well. I mean, it affects all of us. Mm-hmm. Um, so No doubt. Yeah. Well, on another note, let's, yeah. let's take a turn. Cause let's do it. We, yeah. we I know, I'm kind of sad now. Let's, yeah. uh, let's let's bring it up. Let's bring yeah. it up. Yeah, let's bring it up. Uh, we haven't been on. We we were out last week on yep. the second episode of the week. Uh, yeah. Sorry, B-Day got in the way. That's okay. That's and, all right. And uh, then we had some work to do on Friday and just couldn't couldn't get on here. Yeah, do you want to talk about your birthday a little bit? No, not really. Okay. Another right. year. Yeah, well, but you we, know, had a, we had a good time. But you know, not to go back to Kobe, you, you know, I just did have the birthday, but you, everything just kind of... This this brings things to light that every every moment you have, and, for sure. and you got to cherish every moment that you have, and every year that goes by, and every chance you get to wake up. And uh, I guess uh, birthday was a success. Yes. You look at it that way. Yep, you're welcome. Uh, so. And to be able to be with the family and you guys in the office uh, over the weekend, uh, it was a, it was a good time. 
uh, the day before his birthday. We yep. can talk about that. Sure. We were at the uh, Cleveland Sports Awards. We were. We were we were bringing that fire content. We were we were we got to see a lot of uh, Cleveland legends. Yeah, uh, everything good year for it. Everything from Daniel Booby Gibson yes. to to Mark Price to new head coach Kevin Stefanski. Yes, uh, we got we got Stepe Stepe yeah Stepe in the house. Uh, it was a great event. Uh, the Cleveland Greater Cleveland Sports Commission puts on a wonderful event every year uh, with the Cleveland Sports Awards, and we're able to. Be backstage uh, just to take you kind of behind the scenes. We pretty much our task is to take around our phones and to grab some content. I I don't want to say hunt these people down. (laughs) I mean, it kind of is. Yeah, but, but, you know, walk around, be a fly on the wall. (laughs) But it's our job. Yeah, yeah. You know, bring bring the social content uh, just like any award show that you would watch. Uh, You know, I know the Grammys were the other night. Uh, You know, just trying to get a feel and get some comments from people behind the scenes and it's a pretty cool job um, oh, yeah. when when you're able to go around and do that and look for people and and get them on camera. We had a few a few Mac people that we, we did. Uh, Josh Cribbs, we, did. we mm-hmm. talked to TJ Carey yep. uh, from Ohio, uh, Jay Crawford yep. used to be on ESPN now on WKYC here in Cleveland. Uh, you know, we we got to be behind the scenes. It's a cool job. I don't tend to get starstruck. I think there'd only be like a few people in this world I would really get starstruck yeah, right. anymore after being in this job. Um, but it's really cool to to be back there and to bring people kind of comments from whether it's Coach Stefanski or Steve A or uh, like you said, Mark Price was there. It's a really cool thing and I, I always have fun with it. Yeah, and one, one of the best things I think about it is that they – give a chance to, um, you know, they, they, I guess, idolize the, the, uh, the high school athletes as well. Yes. Um, so we got to see that and, uh, the, the best college athletes, uh, too. So encourage award winner, yep, courage yeah. award winner, they, and, they and a lifetime achievement award where yeah. the Dolans here, uh, the owners of the Indians, uh, and Mike Golick was the host for the evening, uh, which he was, was good. really cool. Yeah. He, he was, was really great. funny. He was yeah. great. So, it was a good time. Um, who would you be starstruck from anyone? I mean, I like I like Stipe. I'm a big UFC guy. I mean, not so there, just in general. Oh, like, would oh. would there be someone that you would just at oh, this yeah, day and I age mean, like you would be like, oh my gosh? I mean, LeBron is just larger than life. I've, I mean, I, I hanging around the Cavs and working all those finals and stuff like that. I, you get to see him around, but yeah. you don't really get to talk to him. Yeah, um, that would probably be my biggest starstruck moment for sure. How about you? Yeah, LeBron would be up there just because of him being hometown and what he's created. Uh, I think that'd be yeah. one. Um, the other being Tiger. Tiger, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's cool. I'd get, I'd probably be shaking. Well, we were up, we were up close. To we were up close. <laughs> yeah, that's we pretty. Close. Good. I mean, we were pretty close, man. Yeah. I don't know if how how much closer you want to get. I mean, you can't get, get kind of bigger than those two anyway. Um, I agree. But, I agree. Um, those those would be two, I guess. That if they were at a award show, I'd be like, oh my gosh. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> I like that. And no, time, it probably Tom Brady. Oh yeah, you're. A big, I mean, again, big Tom Brady guy. I mean, these these guys are all legends, so I right. clearly it's not like a great answer. Um, no, I've but you'd be more like like uh, Travis. Yeah. Travis Scott. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure, Travis <laughs> would be awesome. Uh, but yeah, it, it's it's cool uh, to be a part of that event once again, and and to help out the yeah, Cleveland Sports thank Commission. Thank you. I was gonna say give give a thanks to the Greater Cleveland Sports Commission for again putting on a great event and letting us be a part of it. it is uh, something we look forward to every year. Yeah. Um, 
why don't we get into some interview? An yeah, interview let's do it. We got a, yeah, we got a good one for you today. We got uh, the head coach of the University at Buffalo's women's basketball team, uh, Felicia Leggett-Jack. She had a big weekend. Uh, yeah, she had a huge weekend. Uh, earned her uh, 156th win, which made her the winningest coach all time in program history. Uh, so we get to talk with her a, a little bit about the program. Uh, her, her team is on the upward trend again, uh, per usual. Yep. And uh, so we get to talk to her about uh, this year, a little bit of uh, her rivalries with uh, different coaches uh, and uh, all the special people she's she's been able to touch uh, throughout uh, her basketball career. So we let's, hope uh, to do it. Yeah. We'd now like to welcome on a very special guest for the Call to Action podcast, UB head women's basketball coach, Felicia Leggett-Jack. Coach, how are you this morning? I'm excited and, and enthusiastic to speak with you two today. Well, well, we're excited <laughs> to have you. Um, we don't hear that much. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> I was told that I was supposed to say that. So uh, I, mean, oh, I, mean, yeah. I mean that. I mean, I mean, I mean that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, we want to start start off by congratulating you, obviously, with uh, win number 156. You became the winningest coach in, in program history. What was uh, What was that moment kind of like for you? You know, I didn't even, you know, r- realize it that at that moment. You know, we knew it was coming up, and uh, but after that tough win against Kent State, we were just trying to get out of the gym, yeah. <laughs> you know, with, with a victory. And um, you know, the, uh, the announcer shared with me, reminded me that that was taking place, and it's just humbling, you know, to be somewhere where you can, uh, you know, be one of the best at, at what you're doing at that particular university. But, you know, it doesn't really mean a whole lot right now in the middle of the season because you're really still trying to finish what you started. Yeah, and Coach, just talk a little bit about that game. I mean, you guys rallied, and uh, that, that was quite yeah, a huge win. Fourth quarter. Uh, huge fourth-quarter performance. And, and to, to get a win that way when your team really fought for you, I'm sure that had to mean a little more as well for, for and make that win that much more special. This is a great team. This is a young team and, and we're, we're going to be in, in tight games for the rest of the year only because of our youth, you know, and, and I, I hate, like, Oh, we're not, well, you are young. If you haven't done it before you, you're young. And, and I know that that's what we have right now. But the one thing I, I don't deny the fact that we're talented and, 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 and we're good kids and we're we're hungry for more and we want to get better, but it doesn't take place of the fact that you've never done it before. We're the third, I think, youngest team in the entire country. And, you know, having Summer Hemphill not be a part of this uh, because of her knee, uh, it, it takes us even, even younger, in my opinion. So, you know, I, I expect it to be a tight game, whether it's we're up by 10 or down by 10. We're never going to quit, but we, we haven't figured out yet even how to sustain a, a lead. And, and But as we get through this January, we're just going to continue to get better in February. Yeah, I mean, talk about your team a little more. You guys lost, obviously, Sierra Dillard last year and then uh, lost Summer to a, to a knee injury. Um, talk about some of these, these girls like DeAsia Fair and, and Teresa kind of stepping up into those roles for you. Well, our young players are, are really um, uh, exciting to see. If you haven't seen them play yet, you're, you're going to really be in for a treat uh, to see a DeAsia Fair go out there and, and, and do what she does. It's just, uh, she just has the gift. Yeah. You know, I've, I've been around this thing for 20, uh, 32 years now, and some people you work them into their gift, 
but some people just have their gift. She's a young lady that has her gift, and she shares that gift with our team. Uh, she's a, a unselfish kid, and uh, she she just really wants to help her team have success in any capacity she can serve, whether it's assisting the ball, rebounding the ball, or or, or, or dancing with somebody while she has a ball in her hand. So um, I love that about her. And Jessica Schiffer is a, a young lady from Germany who, who's shooting the ball really, really at a high clip for us right now. And I like what, what, what she's doing as well. And Lauren uh, comes in from England. Uh, she's a kid that hasn't played a lot in the last few games, but I, I look forward to her putting a lot, lot more minutes now that she's a lot healthier. And uh, Aaliyah Gobb is our other freshman who's uh, starting for us right now, big kid out of uh, Germany as well. So, uh, we're excited about our, our young group, but, you know, it's our upperclassmen that's going to take us to the finish line. Coach, have you heard from Coach uh, Guevara this week? I, I know you have a you no. have a big so, – <laughs> so you guys have a game. You guys play Central Michigan at home. Uh, yeah. Actually, National yeah. Girls and Women in Sports uh, Day at the arena. Uh, and uh, Central's obviously hot. And, you know, you might not want to call it that. Maybe you do. Uh, a rivalry of sorts with you and Central over the last – a uh, few years, uh, clearly uh, two programs that have been very successful in the program. Uh, you know, to, to get that win um, coming up on Wednesday, what will you have to do? And just talk a little bit about, uh, you know, that program and, and uh, how much respect for you have for not only Coach Guevara and what she left, but um, also Coach Osterle. Well, you know, it, it is a rival, but it's a friendly rivalry. You know, it's like we're going to try everything in our power to have success, but we root for each other. Uh, I, I like that, um, you know, Central has really uh, ignited the, the way, if you will, uh, on, on how to get to the NCAA and, and, and do the hard work and schedule tough and, and to, to be able to the dance at the end and an NCAA tournament and they actually gave us a blueprint on how to do it. And so we appreciate all what they've done, but we want to appreciate them enough by going out there, give them an honest uh, fight and to um, give them a good game. You know, we certainly know this is not the end all this particular game, but it is a, it's a very high game in our, in our conference, mm-hmm. uh, RPI wise and, uh, you know, success rate wise and, and all that. So no, I haven't heard from Sue. Uh, I think she's coming uh, to the game um, oh, nice. because uh, she shared that with me about a month ago, but I, I don't know if it's still on that she's going to actually come, but um, it's just neat to see women's basketball start to uh, be excited enough where, where retired coaches come back and be a part of it still. And, uh, I love what the Oregon, Oregon State uh, situation is over there. Yeah. And, uh, I, I would love to have that kind of uh, camaraderie, if you will, in our conference. I, I think as our conference is a, a, a really um, uh, conference that, you know, we're, we're getting uh, multiple teams in over uh, twice over. And um, I, I just, I, I'm looking forward to us having television uh, opportunities as well. I'm looking for us to get fan base stronger. And I, I certainly love the fact that Central Michigan and Buffalo are two names that people are getting to know across the country. Yeah, well, one lasting memory I think I'll have, no matter how long I work here at the conference, is you and uh, Coach Guevara talking to one another, uh, you know, that that tournament run and, and getting the wins and uh uh, just that, just that video. I always think about that video, and uh, <laughs> it, it's it's great. I mean, that's that's what it's all about, right? And um, to to have that camaraderie and to have the love for one another in the conference when we're all doing big things, and I think a, as a whole, 
uh, our conference strives for that because right we're we're the little guy and but we don't we shouldn't be treated as the little guy. So uh, yeah, that video always stands out to me for sure. Absolutely, and to me as well. You know, it was that moment where it was it's real. It's real. Who Sue is? It's real. Who I am? You know, I certainly want to be a part of winning call as well. But if there's someone in our conference is doing things like, like like what we've done that year or we both you know went to that sweet 16 uh, i we have to celebrate that you know not just me and her on a phone call i'm, th- I'm talking commission i'm talking you know the, the mac actions coming to action and i'm talking <laughs> every school should have celebrated that not because it was just us but because of of the first time ever right. and um i think that we're getting there and, and quite honestly we're, we're not we're in my opinion where we need to be um, uh, I think that I'm going to keep fighting. I'm going to keep pushing. Sue was a very strong voice in, in, in the conference when she was here, and, and, and she passed that torch to Trisha and me and and, and the other coaches. Uh, me being there for eight years, I have to continue to fight to grow this thing, and we can't just have one thing like that to happen. We have to have multiple every year uh, opportunities where they are talking about Mac. They're talking about women's basketball. They're talking about our success stuff. And if that's not happening, people like me and the coaches in our conference have to stand on top of a rooftop and say, we here, we are here, we matter, we've gotten it done, we're getting it done. Don't forget us, ignite us. Absolutely. Well, you guys are 7-1 and one headed into the game on Wednesday. Uh, you mentioned it's, oh, no, it's we're not. We're, we're, oh, we're, seven we're, and one at home. Seven and one, one at home. Sorry. Yeah, seven, okay, and one okay, home. Okay. <laughs> seven and one at home. I want to um, be seven <laughs> and one at the conference. I do. Seven and one at home. Uh, you mentioned it's your eighth year at Buffalo. What is it? What is so special about Alumni Arena and, and Buffalo that kind of gets your team going and, and gives you that energy? That, the blue-collar people here, you know, this is a very – we're a very wealthy city, but you will never know by the way people dress, the way people respond to you, the way people help you. It's just everybody's just in it to, 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 see, to serve you to become something better than yourself. And I've never been to a place in the city of Buffalo where I felt like I didn't belong. Everybody receives you well. And if you're having success athletically, uh, this is such a, a sports city. You know, whether it's hockey or Bills or the Bulls, football, going to the bowl games, everybody's in support right now. And it's just a wonderful time to be in Buffalo because the energy is is off the roof. I mean, there's a game going on. Uh, There's doors left open running to these games. And I think that we're going to have a pretty good crowd uh, here on uh, Wednesday. And it's because Mm -hmm. the people here makes it worthwhile um, uh, to get out here and play. And they support it so tremendously. Speaking of support, I did go through your Twitter account and, and getting back to your big win this weekend, you, you said you got so many calls and texts and everything of, uh, from coaches all over the country and then kind of look through the feed and even right here in Cleveland, Lindsey Gottlieb with a message to you mm-hmm. and, and everything. Just maybe some of those people that reached out, um, you know, and, and, and the messages or just overall the messages you received and uh, how that made you feel from, from all these people that, uh, you know, that wanted to wish you a congrats yeah, and obviously respect you. Yeah. 
Lily Gottlieb and I worked together when she was a young coach, and I, I'm just so proud of her being an assistant coach to the Cleveland Cavaliers. And she's so humble; like she can continue to to fly and spread her wings, but she never forgets where she's come from. And for her to reach back like that, that was pretty awesome. Gail Gastoncourt, Joanne P. McCauley, who's my mentor, who who um, uh, is at Duke, and right before her game, she she reached out and said, "Hey, I'm not gonna let this game even take place without." talking about 156 i'm like oh my gosh get out of here <laughs> you know it's just you know from the men's side is you know you're getting so many different people that, that 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 love what you're trying to do and it's just a i'm not gonna name everyone i'm just gonna yeah. say i'm appreciative of, of what uh, they've acknowledged they're not acknowledging me as a winning coach they're acknowledging me as a good person and as i said in my tweet i'm working hard to be a, a, a good coach i'm working harder uh to be a better person Great. Yeah, that's fantastic. Well, Coach, the, the basketball world clearly um, took a hit uh, two days ago um, with the news of, of Kobe Bryant, his daughter, and uh, seven others aboard that plane. And, uh, you know, the, the support uh, across the nation, clearly, the world is kind of stopped and um, you see it everywhere. Uh, one thing I wanted to bring up is just that we've been seeing is Kobe's uh, kind of impact on the on trying to grow the game of, of women's basketball and his support. Um, just as you see from afar, your feelings on it all and and uh, you know seeing all that and his daughter, kind of your thoughts on the on the whole situation. You know, everyone you know looks at Kobe as he's your younger brother, or he's your older brother, or he's your cousin, or he he just made you feel like he was a part of your family. And the tears that everyone flowed throughout this country uh, is it, just so um, amazing. And, and and it's also also it, it, it gives me a, a warm feeling because if this young man who stood for just everyone and the feelings that we have we can all remember that as we say hello to somebody or we decide that we don't like a person because of the, the, the color of their skin or the the way they're wearing their outfits or whatever and we can take a second to, to, to be a better person then his living uh was not in vain and the one thing i love is that he stood for girls not just girls basketball his older daughter played volleyball and you find him at volleyball games and if we can continue the torch of, of of bringing awareness to girls in sports and girls in general, that was his his next mission, in my opinion, yep. in life is to recognize talent for talent, and to 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 not just say let's just grow the boys, just just to take care of the boys. His whole um, objective was love the boys, but just don't forget about the girls because they're working just as hard. And so I I I I, I challenge his his. His college colleagues, I challenge the people that love them to, to see women's sports for what it is. His purity of goodness is wonderful side that we play. We don't play above the rim all the time. We play mostly underneath the rim, but it's a beautiful thing if you sit there and watch it for what it is. And if we can continue to, to take part in growing this, this, this sport for women, I promise you our country and our world will be a better place. Kobe saw it very clearly. And I hope that we remember what he stood for and continue his legacy. No, I I totally agree. I think as as a, a historic as a career that he had in basketball, arguably his most important successes ha, had come after his career, and yeah. and it just speaks volumes to to the person that he was and and the growth that he was able to achieve, um, you know, throughout 
uh, yeah. his basketball successes and things like that. Yeah, so. for for that one person yeah. to unite the country like uh, he has in this whole situation is just it's yeah. it's it's amazing. It's yeah. amazing. Um, you know, you don't see this country nowadays on all the same page. And uh, correct, in, in, correct. In, in one day, it, it kind of like yeah. everyone came together because it's of one person. Still for one. Yeah. And, and yeah. The, the impact he had on, on everyone is, is tremendous. So uh, I, I think everyone kind of feels. let it be in vain. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely, vain. absolutely not. Well, Coach, uh, the, the final question, kind of ending on a on a higher note, yeah. <laughs> is. is um, how how often do you get to see your son play? We didn't. I didn't really realize that he's now in his third year at George Washington, um, and uh, Maceo, right? Am I saying that right, Maceo? Yeah. Yeah. Maceo. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, just how much do you get to watch of him and uh, get into his games? I'm sure it's pretty tough with your schedule. My husband gets a chance to see him the most, and and and, and that particular Sunday, yes, uh, two days ago, uh, Sunday, it kind of made me think a little bit. Like you know, I do miss him. I do wish I could be uh, near him often and and see his growth and, and be a part of his life. And thank God for synergy. We we watch a lot of games on, on you know after the fact, but yeah. it's certainly not the same. And now on Sunday night, about twelve thirty. Actually, twelve thirty-three to be exact. He texted me before he went to bed. He said, "Mom, I don't do this enough. I don't send a signed off by telling you that I love you, and I'm going to do that more often." So, I, I love that kid. I love that kid for for his person and his character. He's a pretty good basketball player, but I, I miss being around good people. And my son's a good person, and I, I wish I could spend more time with them. But it just, you know, opportunity that I have at Buffalo uh, is is. It's important. He understands, but certainly don't take away from the heart strings that make me sad that I don't get to see him on a daily basis. Yeah, that's fantastic. I think a a, a great message to end on. Yeah, Coach, we we again want to uh, thank you for your time today and and coming on with us is great stuff as always. You always you always give the greatest sound bites for sure, and uh, and <laughs> and we we really appreciate uh, you spending a little bit of time with us and. Best of luck, uh, you know, not only this week, but the rest of the season. Hope to see yeah, we'll you soon see in, in Cleveland. Cleveland. Yeah. Yes, indeed. That's our goal. And I appreciate all you guys do over there in action. And I uh, really uh, don't, we don't say it enough, but uh, you work hard and, and you do it thankless a lot. And I, I certainly want on behalf of myself and our colleagues, I want to thank you guys for all you guys do. Thank you oh, so much. That yeah, means a thank lot. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Thanks, God Coach. Bless. Bye. Once again, want to thank uh, Buffalo head women's basketball coach Felicia Leggett Jack for joining us on today's podcast. Uh, that was a great interview. She had yeah great insight. She's uh, a superstar, man. as always. Yeah. Uh, you know, just just everything she talked about, whether it was her team, whether the Kobe situation, and and what that means to her, and and not just uh, you know growing the sport uh, of women's basketball, but just women's sports in general yep. and, and what he meant and to hear that from her uh, as well as, you know, the stuff about the conference and women's yeah. basketball yeah. and, and how we should be rooting for one another. Uh, as always, she's, she, she's the best. I was going to say, she always just provides a great message. You know, when you, you book an interview and you just know it's yeah, going to be gonna like, <laughs> it's going to be, Hey, for sure. she's going to give us some great stuff. And, and she uh, coach Jack, uh, came through. So yeah. again, we want to thank her 
uh, for for being on. Um, yeah, you got some you got some hoops coming up tonight, right? Yeah, we got we got yeah. hoops. Speaking of hoops, uh, over the weekend uh, we had some. Oh no! I watched. I watched pretty much all day on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Uh, biggest game I would say was the nightcap, uh, Bowling Green Toledo, and yep. it didn't disappoint. The crowd, as always, at Savage uh, looked tremendous, uh, like it always does there. And uh, Bowling Green was able to get their first win at Toledo in nine years. Wow! Um, yeah, it's crazy. The first for Coach Huger at Toledo. Yeah. Uh, since he's been there, and that, the Falcons are the hottest team in the conference right now. They've won six in a row. Wow! Um, and so they have Ball State uh, tonight. Uh, Ball State is currently tied in the West uh, with Central Michigan for the top spot. Uh, another game. BG has been very good at home uh, this season, having only lost one game. That was to Kent State. And uh, BG will will welcome in the cards, and that will be a, a big game uh, this evening. Uh, and then and some other big game. I mean, Akron's playing very well, still on the men's side, outside of the one conference loss that yeah. they had. Uh, they welcome in Buffalo, which has oh, kind of be become a, a rivalry over the years, yeah. I guess you'd say. Um, and see, I mean, Lauren, Lauren Christian Jackson – what that guy's doing? Um, yeah, he gives name he gives us five six kids uh, a little life <laughs> out on the basketball court. That's he's, for sure. He's been tremendous. Had a great week. Uh, named player of the week this past week um, for all he did. Uh, and uh, I go back to Toledo. Marion Jackson's having quite a start in conference play. Absolutely. Uh, I can't believe after this weekend we'll be halfway through the conference season. Scary to think about. Yeah, it's a, it's a little scary. We're and then we have the women's games tomorrow. Yes, yes, we do. We had uh, six games this weekend as well. Obviously, one of the one of the bigger games was uh, Felicia's uh, yep. big comeback win. They outscored uh, the Flashes by uh, a, a lot in the fourth quarter uh, to bring that I one. I believe it was twenty-seven to eleven. Yes, yes. Uh, that was, so that was that was probably the, one of the biggest games of the weekend. Uh, Ohio won at home against Bowling Green. That was a big win. That was their third straight uh, conference win. And uh, Central uh, continues to roll. They're seven and zero now in conference, and yeah. they'll uh, they'll be playing at Buffalo yeah, on, a big on, on Wednesday night. So that'll that'll probably be the biggest game of the night uh, there as well. So should, yeah, should I, be I, a good Wednesday. I can't believe we're already halfway, or we will be halfway through uh, this weekend. Um, S- start doing my favorite my favorite time of the year. The road the road begins the, today. The if the, the if the tournament started today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, a fan favorite for <laughs> all on social media. Uh, I don't know. I don't know when it's the right time to do that. I mean, nine Probably. games. Nine games left is a long time. Yeah, I think we might do like with six games left. Okay, that sounds good. It's scary to think uh, we're going to be in February. Yeah, we're going to we're uh, going to be in February soon. Uh, we got uh, baseball and softball coming yeah. up soon, man. Yeah, crazy. It's uh, that's also scary to think about. Uh, yeah, uh, we'll th- th- obviously none of our teams will be playing at home, <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, yeah, as I look outside, yeah, it'll be it'll be. Uh, mid 30s here uh but they'll go somewhere warm lucky for them yeah. and uh they'll get to some tournament tournament games to to start off the non-conference season so that'll be exciting yeah we have a lot going on here uh it's it's definitely starting to uh put the pedal to the metal time uh, yeah if not after the first of the year definitely now i look down to my lists and I have uh, a lot of stuff coming up I, for the tournaments. Uh, well, I was going to say in, in three weeks, I think we start with uh, indoor track and field oh, yeah. uh, championships, and then we'll move on to the swimming and diving a, a few weeks after that. 
and wrestling, wrestling, and all that, and yeah. gymnastics. So uh, things are things are ramping up. Yeah, championship month uh, with a lot of stuff going on in February, and then also getting ready, uh, like we've talked time and time again with our with our MAC basketball tournament, as well as the NCAA tournament that we'll be hosting the week after. And again, I want to get on here and, and talk a little. I want to start shedding a little more behind the scenes, kind of, of what we do. I think yeah. people may find that interesting. Let's do it. Maybe Thursday. Uh, we'll, especially we'll if there's any you. sports management peeps out there that listen to us. Yeah. Um, just kind of what our world looks like. But, you know, I was in, uh, I think, three back to back to back meetings yesterday, one <laughs> being over at the field house. And uh, that's become like a second home, clearly. Yeah, you're um, a busy man over there. Yeah, it's. Uh, it's it's a lot and it's it's fun but it's challenging and it's a lot that you have to just remember and yeah. make lists. I'm hey, a big yeah. list guy. Yeah, well it keeps you on your toes. I yeah. think. Yeah, and, uh, and I have you to help me. Yeah, well at 39, do you feel like your brain's slowing down a little bit? Oh, it's only getting faster. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I, believe that for a second. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm doing all right. I'm yeah. doing all right. It's uh it's a lot to keep track of, but we'll be all right. We got great staff and uh looking forward to it. So again, I think we'll talk a little more and Maybe get some people from our office well, about what say, they let's, do. Let's do that Thursday. Let's do. Yeah, let's maybe do we some, get a little office different. Yeah. They, they're not. Uh, they're kind of shy on the mic. They are. Well, we'll have to. That's okay. Hype them so, up. hey, so are we. You yeah, know, back the hype in the day. speech. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now we're all pros. Like twenty. Oh yeah, Two right. episodes in. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, it's hard. That's crazy too. That we're twenty-two episodes. Yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. Getting wow. in and. Uh, Look forward to getting more interviews as, as stuff pops up. But yeah, maybe we'll have someone in the office yeah, uh, jump on with us Thursday. on Thursday. Uh, and uh, next week we have a, a we'll have a big show. We're not gonna yes. we'll not we'll keep that under wraps for now. But we'll have a a show where we have many interviews. Yeah, I think um, got a lot gonna, of people. We're gonna coming. set up shop here in the in the old Mac he- headquarters. Uh, we have a uh, many special guests coming through and hope to bring you kind of a. A smorgasbord. Yeah. A smorgasbord. Great word. Thank you. Great word. Thank you. Pulled that out of, of my interviews. Head. So uh, uh, that that will come next week. And yeah, we're we're getting in the mix of. Uh, we got to get back on this two two a week. We yeah, kinda, that's <laughs> yeah. my fault. My no, fault. Well, last it's week. been tough, man. It's been it's tough. Been tough. It's, it's busy. But so. uh, well, yeah. Thank you uh, for listening today. Again, thanks to Coach Jack for coming on with us. And um, until then, get some action. Get some action. Thank you.